Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits from your favourite late night shows and packed it into a podcast. So this week we have Sen and Kush. Howdy. Afternoon, boys. Afternoon. Uh, so we'll get right into the weekly reach round where we'll reach round everything that's happened during the week. So who's got something for us? I just want to bring up the absence of Rohit. Uh, what's, what's wrong with him this week? Uh, Has he got something on? Or I, think, I think he's flaking as per usual, to be honest. Oh, nothing. Flake, yeah. What a bloody flake. <laughs> nah, he's, he's actually very sick. And according to him, quote from him, he's on death's door. Is that what he said? <laughs> he's on death's door. He's got the plague. He's got he's in Ebola. Plague. He's in an incubator or something. <laughs> I don't know his words. He's, nah, he's got the flu, which means the man hasn't got his flu shot this year, mate. The he's, flu shot's a lie, isn't it? Oh, yes. Fair enough then. I don't even know if I've got the flu shot. Dude, remember Ebola though? Like, honestly. <laughs> remember, remember Ebola. Ebola. <laughs> no, dude. Dude, remember like dude remember a couple years ago like remember all, swine flu dude all the hysteria around ebola and like, i do remember that in school we were like dude what if we got ebola yeah. <laughs> and there's like rumors be like oh dude you know so and so dude he's got ebola yeah like if I, someone didn't show up to school i haven't seen him for a week yeah, i haven't seen him bro and then you walk down like the city and you see a guy wearing a mask you're like yeah. dang oh he's got ebola <laughs> no but seriously like if you according to some people in the media we were literally days away from becoming like the walking dead exactly and then <laughs> Literally overnight, nothing. We just heard nothing from Ebola. That happens with every disease, mate. It was swine flu, H1N1 back in the day. Bro, where is Ebola? Where is Ebola? I I can't answer that. This would be a good tourism slogan for Equatorial Guinea. (laughs) Equatorial Guinea, now Ebola free. (laughs) Imagine that. I'd go to Equatorial Guinea, dude. Nothing will take you to Equatorial Guinea, Sen. Um, so, <laughs> moving on from Ebola, apparently. Uh, so, we'll just touch on the biggest event that happened during the week, which was the Sydney stabbing. Uh, so, it's where a man went around the Sydney CBD with a knife. Uh, but he was actually stopped, not by the police, but by a few Australians who went under a citizen... Who did a citizen's arrest. Is it performed a citizen's arrest? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, why not? I got, blank looks, from, it. <laughs> I got blank looks from everyone. So, does everyone know about that, surely? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know the exact details, though. Kush, what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> the biggest story in Sydney this year, and you've somehow been under a rock and missed it. To be, on, fill to, me in, fill me in. To be fair as well, he wasn't on the podcast for like a two months, and he's like, oh, nothing's happened to me except for this morning. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know what this man does with his life. Yeah, so like, uh, I, was, I was in my office, like I'd finished lunch, and then like I got a notification from like ABC News or whatever saying that there was like a, like a police event happening in the city, and apparently someone, and so what I said was someone was in the city, had stabbed someone, was going on a rampage. Right. And then I was following it on Twitter, and I was seeing like videos and photos of what was happening. And basically, let me picture, let me throw, let me picture this for you, Ro. Creative no, imagery. You just called me Ro. I did. Sorry, my oh bad. My God. <laughs> All the flaking has like just got my head messed up. Anyway, so like it was a bloke, a deranged bloke. He looked, you know, he had blood all over his shirt. He was whole, he was wielding a knife, okay. looking very, you know, unhinged, standing right. in the middle of the street. Yep. About he's like twenty. I think he was twenty or twenty-one. So a very young guy. Okay. And then there's about a man who's in his sixties. I reckon he's got grey hair. Yep. He's in a suit, wearing glasses. And he's holding a chair. You got knife man versus chair man. And guess who won? I'm going to say chair. Chair man won. Well, obviously chair man had a bit of... So there's a video of the yeah. knife guy running down the street being yeah. chased by a guy with a chair. Yeah. And then there was a firefighter who joined in and he was like wielding an axe over his shoulder. Or a photo of axe man. Dude, this is it's just a normal day here in Australia. It's just it's, a normal day in Sydney. It's like that old saying where it's like, you never bring a knife to a gunfight. This guy is like, you never bring a chair to a gunfight. He brought a chair to... And so basically, so they chased him like literally... Uh, okay, it was like good like couple hundred meters throughout the city, uh, Sydney yeah. CBD. And eventually they got him. And so there was like a f- like a v- uh, footage of him at the end, and so they pinned him down to the ground with like two chairs, yeah. and they had a crate over his head, like like suffo- suffocating his neck basically. Oh, and right. so now people are calling in for you know uh, crate control, you know aggressive uh, controls for uh, milk crates. Hundred percent. Uh, you know, Australia, Sydney gangs are now, you know, concealed carrying crates. You know, they're, they're dangerous weapons now, basically. Fair enough. Fair enough. Got to need a permit for a crate, dude. But, I'm saying. 
Crate Man was the goat in all this. Yeah, so basically now there's, there's a divide. Who was the hero in this story? Was it Chairman or was it Crate Man? Look, Axe Man is out of the picture. A- Axe Man, he's, dude. He's a firefighter and couldn't even catch him up. Like, I'm, t- I'm take- <laughs> he ain't in the goat conversation right now. So was it, right was it Chairman who was the first man to, you know, stand up to him and I mean, then chase him down the street? Or was it Crate Man who, you know, actually finished him off, you know? Restricted his head. Look, exactly. I'm going to go for Chairman because he's he's the inspiration, you know? He's Thank the you. one that's nah, wearing the I'm, S on his chest. That's I'm, who I'm, I'm Team Crate. Hashtag Team Crate. Nah, dude. I, I'm no, Chairman for sure. I think what he did genuinely, like, think about it. Like, let's be honest. If you were in that position, right, oh, and exactly. you saw a bloke with a knife, yeah. I'd be legging it. I'd be the first one to leg it. Of course. Same I, I wouldn't even. Flight. I wouldn't even think about, you know, picking up a weapon and trying to fight him. And especially, no. this guy was like, like I said, he was like in his 50s, 60s. Brave guy, man. He picked up a chair yeah. and he took on a knife. Fair play to him, honestly. Yeah. You see, the meme, it's like when you got to stop a knife man at three, but you got a Salesforce CRM <laughs> meeting at four. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Um, yeah, so a few other stories from this week that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, so you guys see, hear about Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, surely you guys have. Yes. yes I, I don't know the yeah. details of it. Uh, well, long story short, he was a billionaire and he was a pedophile and he had like a massive sex two trafficking two ring. Go together. Um, oh, and a lot of he he had a lot of celebrity or uh, high network clients and eventually they got him. They picked him up and they put him in jail. But right. uh, last week they found him uh, dead in jail. Apparently, uh, apparently it was suicide. Isn't the whole thing it wasn't suicide? Well, that's the thing. But all I know is George Pell has apparently been taking notes from that. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so, so watch that space. Um, another thing is uh, the, the Hong Kong protests, which I brought up last week. Go on. Uh, so what do, you, what do you have to tell us? Well, about the protests in Hong Kong have uh, entered its 11th week, uh, meaning if it was a pregnancy, it couldn't be aborted. <laughs> I don't know if I can laugh at that. I don't know if I should laugh. Dude, I, I was actually trying to do a bit of research for the Hong Kong protest. So I, lo- I typed in why into Google, right? And you know how it comes up with predictions of what you yeah, want to yeah. type? Literally, the first thing that came up is why is Hong Kong protesting? And I'm like, excellent. This is perfect for my uneducated self. So I read about it. It was pretty boring. It's just about how Hong Kong wants to be independent from China. I don't understand why they need to be protesting for 11 weeks about it. Oh, <laughs> is, that an uncon- is that a controversial opinion? I think it is, Sam. I think it is. I'd like to apologize to the people of Hong Kong. <laughs> Keep fighting this It's not fight. your first controversial opinion. It won't be your last. So as per usual, our first segment of the week will be a game uh, because Game Master Row isn't here. I'll, I'll take over for this week. Uh, we have a new game actually this week, boys. It's called Turn Up or Turn Off. Uh, so once again, the premise is simple. All I'll do is I'll give you guys uh, lyrics and you've got to tell me whether they're real rap songs or fake lyrics. Uh, as, again, you will decide as a team, you'll get a point if it's right and I'll get a point if it's wrong. Is the instructions clear? Kush, do you listen to much rap music? Uh, I'm just worried about copyright right now. Don't worry, no, I'll just <laughs> no, say the, dude, the monotone. You can read it out. Don't worry about it. Uh, so just a points update. We actually Wait, Turn up or turn off, all right, Kush? <laughs> <laughs> so just with the points, so Rose... And Kush, you're both on 18, but as we know, Kush gets double points, so build up a tally this week. Sen, you're on 21, and I'm on 22. We good to start? Nice. My middle name is Lil Wayne. Let's go. Who's told you Lil Wayne? (laughs) All right, we'll we'll fucking move on. Can we mute Kush's mic for the rest of this? I want to do that. Uh, So for the first lyric this week, uh, it is, this is the lyric. I just hit a three-peat, fucked three hoes I met this week. All right, Kush, you're the lyrical genius here. You tell me. Oh, that sounds like modern rap. I'm going to say, yeah. Wait, are we working as a team? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we working are, as a team. That oh, sounds like <laughs> Eminem to me. Sounds like anyone with Lil in the name. Yeah, you reckon? I reckon it's a rap, yeah. Do you reckon they write their own stuff? No. Nah, There's no way they write no their own way stuff. Right. So, so someone else is getting Ghost paid writes. to write this shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so what are we saying? Uh, we'll say it's real. Yeah, is it real? Real? It is real. It's Travis Scott, Antidote. 
So that's one point to you boys. Two to Kush. Uh, Kush so do you know who Travis Scott is? Yeah, sure do. Kush has no clue. He's who a rap fiend. Name another one of his songs. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> so the next lyric we have, um, it's, I know you ain't a slut, baby, you a nympho. What the fuck is this shit? Wow, I mean, this is it's a bit aggressive. That told you a bit of rap lyrics. That is a bit aggressive. I feel. Yeah, a bit in depth too. I mean, like. So say that again. I know you ain't a slut, baby. You a nympho. Is that how they perform it as well? Hundred percent. It's a great song. Um, (laughs) No, you ain't a slut. I can literally hear the auto tune coming from there. I'm I'm gonna say no. You're gonna say no. Yeah. Why? Do you have a reason, or you just think? I I don't. A bit of gamesmanship from Migs. You're doing one real, one fake. Yep. All right, I'm with you. Fake. It's real, boys. Oh, it's by so. Tiger on his song Legendary. So it's, it's Look, one all. I don't, I've only heard of Tiger. I don't know any of his songs. That's why I chose this week because I think Rohit might actually know some of these songs. Yeah, look. So You're going to get blank looks from me and Kush for most chosen of Chosen a great week to do it. So the third lyric we've got this week is She's got a body like tequila and I'm the lime. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he's going to drink her and then... So wait, what, wait what? Te- what's, what's a tequila bottle so, shaped like? No, it, you idiot. <laughs> Is that what it's asking about? Read, read the lyric again for Kush over here. She's got a body like tequila and I'm the lime. So you drink tequila, right? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Do we have to explain the tequila process to you? I know there's lime involved. <laughs> yeah, so you, you take the shot of tequila and then you just eat the lime to like help with the taste, basically. Jesus Christ. So, right. But then no, let's think about that lyric. He's saying her body is like tequila, so he's yeah. going to drink it okay. and then he's going to eat himself. <laughs> That can't be real. I don't think it was quite literal, Sen. Oh, oh you reckon these blokes are, you know, metaphorical? 100%. They're using all these literacy techniques. <laughs> literary techniques, eh? Symbolism. Metaphor, simile. Imagery. Oh. I'm, I'm saying it's fake. Just because of how stupid the action is. You know what? Because it's so stupid, I reckon it's real. I reckon it's true, yeah. It's real. You're a moron, Sen. Go with your gut. It's fake. Ah, I knew it. Rip straight off Google. Oh, I know. All right. Hang on. I'm... What are you searching up to find these lyrics? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Because if I tell you, the next time we play, you're going to find them. Lime wrap tequila. Lime wrap. All right, our fourth lyric is, took a private jet to Dubai, bitch, you better buy your own flight. <laughs> oh, all right. If this is a real lyric, that's pretty bad. Like, I'm not going to lie. It didn't even rhyme. And who takes a private jet to Dubai? There are better places to take a private jet to. <laughs> we know where Sen's going to talk about that what place. What a weird sucks. flex to be, honestly. <laughs> so, so what are we Sorry, saying? Say real again? or fake? You want me to say yes? Again? Took a private jet to Dubai, bitch. You better buy your own flight. Lowe <laughs> just unnecessary bitch. bitch. <laughs> you reckon that's just for like the the syllable count for the sentence that he needed to chuck another <laughs> word in there? Um, I'm saying it's fake. You Kush? Go, you got. Say it's fake. Fake. It's by the lyrical genius Lil Pump. Oh my god! Oh, in, in his song Esketit. Oh, see, I've listened to like 30 seconds of that song, and then you've given him not enough credit, actually. So our, our next lyric is, I fuck all the colours, call me the rainbow fucker. I'm pretty sure that's real. I think I've seen that. I know. <laughs> Kush is in hysterics over there. <laughs> that can't be. It's oh. modern rap, buddy. Mate, he's, he's, a man, he's, a, he's a man of the world. It's Mr. Worldwide, bro. <laughs> he's all about that div- diversity. Mr. Diversity. Mr. Diversity, diversity, mate. He's all right, we'll, go, we'll, go real. We'll, we'll go real. We'll go real. It's fake, boys. Oh, fuck. I swear oh, I've heard that, though. Man. You probably heard something similar. All right, last lyric. So we've had six this week. So this is the last lyric. (laughs) This game is bullshit is what Kush just said. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll get some points. It's so tight, he think he slipped it in my butt. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's something like Cardi B would say. I feel like that's true. Oh, cow- look! Do you see that? Hang yeah. on. Can we have like a sound effect whenever Kush like <laughs> drops some rap knowledge on us? <laughs> Cardi B, he reckons. Name another Cardi B song, Kush. Uh, let's go with. I reckon. I reckon it's true. So you you reckon it's true? Dude, back me on this. Okay, fine. I'll wait, wait, wait. Can I get? Uh, double points on top of that if it's Cardi B. Sure. So he gets could. So I mean, it's not. <laughs> cool, 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 so you get quadruple points, points yeah. if it's Cardi B. All right. Is it true? Cool. You get four points. It is Cardi oh! B. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's Cardi B in the Tatiana remix with Blueface. Oh, boys, told you, man. All right. I've Sen is just hands on head. Doesn't believe Kush has gotten a song artist. <laughs> He's mind blown. And with that, I've lost track of the points. But Kush, I'll add on your four. No doubt, we'll update you in the next oh, game. Beautiful. So for our next segment this week, we'll be doing Good Week, Bad Week. Uh, so it's just where we'll get events or maybe things that's happened during the week and we'll say whether they've had a good or a bad week. Uh, so for example, we'll start off. So Rohit has had a bad week, you know, got the flu, disease. The, the entire family apparently has the flu. So the whole nine and family has had a bad week, but us boys, we've had a good week. We don't have to deal with that idiot. I was going to say we've had a good week. We don't have the flu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've, we've got the premise. So who's got something? That's been a good week or a bad week. All right. Uh, I've got a quick one for this week. Um, it's for my, uh, one of my workmates. Um, so he's, he's, with, uh, he's with Optus. I'm just going to say it. I was going to say he's with one of the Australian carriers. No, fuck it. He's with Optus. <laughs> um, and he saw like a deal that like if you signed up to a contract in a certain period of time, right, you could get a free um, tablet. Right. So he had a Samsung phone and said you could get a free tablet, a Samsung tablet. He's like, oh, okay. So he like messaged them or called them or whatever. And they agreed to send him out a, a tablet. Mm-hmm. So we got it in the mail and then he brought, they sent it to his work, our work and he got it. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go take the tablet. So it was still in the boxing and everything. He's like, I'm going to take it to Officeworks and say I got it as a gift and see if I can, you know, get it for credits or cash or something. My God. You know, I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. Like, it's still in the box. It's legit. Yeah. Like, there's no, I mean, they'll do it. So I went with him. Yeah. And so we went there. Um, we went to uh, Officeworks. We walked in. Um, and the, there was like a young kid at the register. He's like, hey, how can I help you? He's like, oh, hey, oh, I've got this. Uh, I got a tablet as a gift. I've already got one at home. Yeah. I want to see if I can exchange it for credit or cash or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 no problem. And he looked at the box, you know, brand new box, all the like labels on it, the security stickers, everything. There's a, a serial code on it. Everything's legit. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, not a problem, dude. I can do it for you right now. I'm like, fuck, yeah, we're in business, boys. <laughs> so the guy um, scans it. And so originally we thought it was uh, like, like one of the lower range uh, tablets, which was about like 230. Yeah, right. So he scans it, and then on the machine, like on the screen, it comes up $498. And then we both look at each other, and I'm about to start laughing, and I'm like, if I start laughing, it's a bit sus. So anyway, it comes up $498, and we're like, fuck, we just hit the jackpot here. The guy's like, oh, yeah, dude, straight. And then he's like, oh, do you you want to exchange for something in store? And then my mate wants, like, new Beats headphones. He's like, yeah, dude, I'll just grab a Beats. So he got a Beats. For two hundred and fifty bucks, and then got the other two hundred and thirty bucks on a gift card. Dude, that's, easy money. That is a grey week. So then yeah. uh, we were thinking, like, is that moral? It's like, is that fine? I'm well, like, no, fair it's game. not. It's not moral. No, Why not? No, money is money. Dude, I think it's fair game. I think you know the, the system's there to be rorted. He rorted it. Fair game. Fair I think game. it's completely fair. But anyway, good week for him. I well, reckon. I mean, it's not from the store, so is it really Look, store? They don't need worthy? to do it. They they accepted it. It's fair game. All right. So I've got something for a bad week. So the, the main UFC man, Conor McGregor, has been in the news recently. He's had <laughs> a pretty bad week. You know what happened, Kush? You, nope, you no blank idea. face from Kush <laughs> as usual. Uh, so there's a video that surfaced. He was in a local Irish pub. He's from... I, I need to fill him in on every freaking Oh, wait, yeah, he did. He clocked he, someone. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for ruining the story. Well, yeah. He's a, <laughs> 
spoiler alert. But no, he was in an it's Irish like when pub. when you're watching a trailer for a movie and then halfway through, oh, wait, no, and then the ship, di- like you're watching Titanic. Oh, wait, the ship crashes at the end. Like, Jack died. Go. But no. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> whoever doesn't know, there's a video that service of Conor McGregor's like CCTV in an Irish pub. He went in, he wanted to buy everyone a round of his whiskey, proper 12. Right. Um, there was this one guy that didn't want it. So he's putting glasses in front of everyone. There was this one guy who got the glass and like put it back onto the bar, clearly saying like he doesn't want it. Yeah. McGregor tried that like three times. The guy kept like saying no, putting it back. Clearly like doesn't want it. So then when everyone else took around, he didn't drink it. McGregor, you can see him just chilling. Then out of nowhere, he fucking winds up his left hand, gives him left hook to the head to this like 70 year old guy. <laughs> the, funny, like- the funny thing is the guy didn't flinch. Yeah, Ooh. dude. Like... The- I don't on. know, dude. Like, so McGregor's left. He's a southpaw, so he's a left-hander. So this right. is like one of the great like UFC fighters giving you a left hook, yeah, and the guy yeah. just took it. Like, dude, he didn't flinch. Nothing. McGregor's left hand is renowned for dropping people, and this guy just took it on dude, the face. No worries. It was like a king hit. It was like because the guy wasn't paying attention. It was like a dog shot, side of the head. The Man, guy dude. took it. So you know, to is McGregor's left hand that great? I don't know. How's the whiskey? You say we, it's we've not. we've tried it yesterday. Sen, how'd you, how'd you find it? Would well, you would you have taken a free? I'm not a one wi- from McGregor, yeah, dude. I would take a free anything to be honest. <laughs> no, but like I'm not I'm not a whiskey connoisseur. So like to me, it all tastes the same. So when I tried it yesterday, and I mixed it with like a lot of coke and like ice and shit. Uh, the coke, the drink, by the way, it was like ice. Well, like it, it diluted it. So to me, it like it just tastes like normal, like me drinking normal whiskey. So I didn't really like I couldn't tell the difference. I can't tell you if it's good or <laughs> I bad. I just got the coke reference. Oh my one. god, you slow motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> so you know, maybe we'll try a few whiskeys. Maybe we'll bring it up for a review. But yeah, McGregor's had a bad week. Uh, anything else for this week? Uh, I've got actually one more thing that came to mind. It's about you support Liverpool, right, Sen? Indeed, I do. Yeah, so it's about oh, I need to feel cushion again one fucking more time. West Ham. Actually, oh, this, this bloke is actually from West Ham. Oh, Thank really? you very much. So it's, the, so it's the goalkeeper. So earlier in the week... All I know is Kushagra this week has just shithoused his way to a his few... His brain ads. is just somehow connecting the weirdest dots. <laughs> but no, I'll feel in. So earlier this week, Liverpool, they were in the European Cup final. So it was a big, big, I say. It was, it was just a big final. It was okay. a cup final. So he's their second choice keeper because the first choice keeper's injured. So he filled in. This is his first ever game. He so just it's just signed. like a 32-year-old bloke who used to play for West Ham. Oh, and yeah. now he's just like coming, you know, just to warm the bench, whatever. But now he has to play. So yeah. he played that game. He went to penalty, you know, a penalty shootout. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he saved one, right? He saved the win. He saved penalty. one. So he was the hero. Right. So they were going around the pitch, whatever, celebrating. Then this Liverpool fan came on the pitch saying, you need to fact check me if I get anything Yeah, he wrong. ran onto the pitch. So this Liverpool fan ran onto the pitch, yeah. which you're not allowed to do. Yeah. So I was celebrating with the fans, uh, the players. So when he came over, he slipped. Okay. So it ended up like, it looked like slide tackling. He like Adrian. tackled basically the keeper. So in mid-celebration, he got injured, basically, right? So, <laughs> so, then, so then during the week, it's like, is he going to play on the weekend? Is he going to play the next yeah, game? Yeah. So miraculously, he's fit for the next game. Yeah, he actually did. So last night, Liverpool had a match. They played. They were 2-0 up. Yeah. The, the Adrian gets the ball, you know. So the keeper got the ball in yeah. the game. Okay. So the guy who was injured, he got yeah. the ball. He actually played and he got the ball. I'm not that dumb. Okay, all right. <laughs> we need to connect every dot. So he tried passing it to a player. So he's on like basically on his goal. Yeah. Tried passing it to a player. He literally passed it into the opposition. Oh, I've seen this. He kicked yeah. it in. He kicked yeah, it yeah, straight yeah. into the opposition. <laughs> who scored? But Liverpool still won. So I want to know, did Adrian have a good or a bad week? He had a great week. He had a fantastic week. Would you say week. it's a good or a bad week? I think, he had, I think he had a good week. He had a very good week. Excellent. So he's had a good week. All right, despite popular demand for getting rid of this segment, we're bringing back banter reviews, boys. This is where we review mundane and basically irrelevant things and just come up with stupid metric systems to support it. Excellent. All right, um, I'm going to start off first with a, a film I recently watched. There was a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sen and I saw it, I think, a couple of days ago. We it's did. A, it's a pretty you good have, film. Overall. You want a cute date? 
Uh, there was a third wheel as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, there was. <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, it was a good film overall, but we're going to go straight into the review. So Wait, hold on. Is it spoiler alert once again or... Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to start with the first uh, facet, I'm going to say. So we're going to call it the foot fetish cinema. Now, this is the peak of Tarantino cinema. So give a bit of backstory for this. Uh, a bit of backstory. Uh, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino likes feet. We're just gonna keep <laughs> That's that about it. I don't think you need any more information. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a meme at this point, to be honest. It literally is. I, I honestly think he he's doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. Breaking. So he's self-aware. Possibly he's self-aware. meta, yeah. So, I mean, we had feet everywhere. You know, he doesn't discriminate. Now, this was probably the worst out of all his yeah. movies. In terms of feet, this was the worst. Exactly. You know, it's not about, you know, whether it's dirty or clean. He's like, it's feet, it's feet. So, it's, you know, there's even a scene where I remember where, you know, she raises her arm or she should raise her arm and point it towards a direction. Yeah. Tarantino's like, you know what? Raise your foot. All right? she, so instead of pointing with her hand, she just raises her leg and points with was her feet. Was she like standing? No, she was sitting. sitting. Down. <laughs> I mean, it would be worse if she was standing, to be fair. It would make no sense if she was standing. <laughs> she would like fall over, mate. Uh, but I'm giving this a six out of eight for the foot fetish cinema because, you know, like I say, he doesn't discriminate. He's going all out in this one. So it's a six out of eight. It's, it's actually disturbing. At some, it's actually uncomfortable, the amount of feet there is. Not, selling the the, foot, not for the foot fetish people. <laughs> You're selling the movie well, boys. <laughs> all right, the next one. Uh, Academy Award for Best Bait. Now, this is literally the peak of jerking off to Hollywood. So this is, uh, you know, as uh, reviewers have said, this is like Tarantino's sort of love letter to Hollywood. You know, it brings up old westerns, great cinematography, great stuff. But, I mean, it's literally made for the Oscars. I mean, you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, so it's guaranteed nomination. Yeah, exactly, guaranteed nomination. Um, I'm going to give this a 7.21 out of 8. Now, the Mm. reason it's not getting an 8 is because there is no one white man who's trying to solve the issue of racism. If that was the case, it would be 100% 8 out of 8. Guaranteed. That's true. All right. The next one, uh, we're bringing this one back, the Weinstein Factor. All right. <laughs> this is still relevant. Um, it's always relevant. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, but uh, previous Tarantino films, uh, you know, we've seen Weinstein being involved. We've seen the logo come up. In fact, he's produced, I think, 8 out of his he's, 9 films. So the previous 8 films of Tarantino have all been produced by Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. Excellent. So, except for this one. So, I mean, th- he's absent in this. And um, but I mean, this is still Tarantino we're talking about. He's had a few incidents in the mm. past. He's, yeah. a, he's a bit of a creep himself. <laughs> Foot fetish you can cinema tell from the feet. <laughs> so I'm gonna give this a two point two two out of eight. There's a bit of danger there. Yeah, a bit of danger. You got to be careful, right? So don't uh, be surprised if you see some, you know, headlines about Tarantino. You know, doing something with feet. But <laughs> <laughs> next one. Now this is a Tarantino violence factor. You know, from previous interviews we've seen, he doesn't have a problem with violence in films. But he does have a problem talking about violence in films. He absolutely hates it when he comes out interviews. He's like, "Stop talking about it." You know, I've made my matter clear. He's so fed up with it, fed up with it that he's just basically said everything I say in the film. That's what it's going to be. So he actually restricts himself here in terms of the Tarantino violence, mm. apart probably from the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, you, know. you don't see, you literally see nothing until pretty much the end. Exactly, but he even intros a sort of a slight debate on whether you know movies incite violence in in real life or whatnot. So he, I'm actually full of praise here in this one. I'm giving it a 7.6 out of 8, you know? All right, the last factor we're going to do is diversity. So this is a Tarantino film. So normally diversity equals excessive racism. <laughs> so, I mean, he's a, a fiend for the use of the N-word. I mean, you can just go to Django Unchained. It is, I think, from memory, it's, it's got it's the most... It's one of the highest. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like 400 or 300 times or something like that. Tarantino's yeah. white, right? Yeah. yeah okay, I know. Yeah. Need to clear that up. <laughs> he's very pasty. But in this film... <laughs> Pale. Can I say that? You can Why say not? that. 
In this film, we have a total count of zero of the use of the N-words. Yeah, there was zero. Was zero. I was very shocked. So Didn't he, get your money's worth, boys. Uh, honestly. <laughs> well, he restricts himself here overall. But even though there are a few quips you know, about you know Mexicans, I still remember that quote. Oh, that, that was a good one, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> in the end, this is still a predominantly white cast. And in 2019, I think that's a big no. That's, that's yeah, you can't do that anymore. You can't get away with that. DiCaprio, Bad Pitt, Margaret Robbie is your three main cast and they're all white. I mean, come on, man, Tarantino. Well, I guess that is Hollywood of the 60s and 70s. Exactly. I mean, it would have been great if you named it once upon a time in Crazy Rich Asians or something. But no, he didn't. So I'm going to give this a 3.9 out of 8. That's still pretty high. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> you literally said there was no diversity, and then you gave it a four. You so Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee. Remember, that? Bruce Lee's uh, there. There, was a Bru- there is Bruce, Bruce Lee in the movie. Three point nine out of eight. All right. So I'm giving it a total of twenty six point nine three out of forty. Oh, beautiful. What's with um, you in decimals? <laughs> Kush is just a man of maths, all right? Um, so I've I've got something to review as well. So uh, this week I went to jury duty, which I don't think, have either of you guys gone or been called up for anything? Been called up three times. You've been called up three times? I reckon you're the type of guy to not do it. Yeah, I bailed twice. You go up with some bullshit excuse, like, oh, I'd got to. Yeah, I did. I was like, I have casual work. That worked out well. Are you serious? (laughs) So you got out of it? Fair enough. You're not a a true blue citizen, Kush. (laughs) So I didn't get that uh, uh, luxury of getting out of it. So I actually showed up on the day. So I've got a few things that I want to review from that day. All right. So first things first, you walk up. So I went to a para district court. So again, very sketchy to begin with. So I was a bit scared. So you walk up into the building and you have a big fuck off security checkpoint. And I'm like, you're right. Fair enough. It's a court. They got to check all this stuff. Dude. This security checkpoint was more sec- like more intense than like an airport security. Like I'm so I'm giving for the terrorist factor, I'm giving it seven out of eight. <laughs> I dude, they asked me to take my belt off. They asked me to take my jacket off. Wow. Dude, they, they made me put my they scanned my entire jacket like three times. They made me put it through the machine. Dude, they like body scanned me three times. Like the lady was literally getting frustrated with me. And I'm like, bro, I've got no weapons on me. Like, look at me. I'm a lanky Lunken bloke. Like I'm not attacking anyone here. So anyway, they're very high with their security there. So eight out, a seven out of eight. To sorry. be fair, that's where all the criminals are, Sen. So it makes sense. Quite a good point. Yeah, but look, all right, fine. It inconvenient sense. So it's, it inconven- it's, exactly. it's wrong. Fair enough. So anyway, so I'll, so you go inside and then you sit down in a massive room and there's like you know a couple hundred people in there and they're just processing everyone and you're just sitting there basically for three hours just waiting to be called up. So anyway, so they give you some refreshments. So for the refreshments, I'm going to give it. A 1.5 out of 8. That is poor. That is poor. They only had Dilmart tea, where you had to make it yourself. And then Nescafe Blend 43 sachets, which you had to make yourself as well. And they had no sugar. I had to drink coffee without sugar, like a simpleton. Did they have hot water at least? They had, obviously, they had hot water. They did you that courtesy. So that's that's why I'm I'm giving them the 1.5 out of 8. And so now the next thing. So like I said, we're just sitting there, you know, for about three hours. So what, what can you do? So you like to sit on your phone, but you can't, you know, you can't take photos of things because, you know, it's the security and whatnot. Yep. So they had massive, like, 50-inch TV screens around the room. There's eight, I think. And so what would you think? It was 9 a.m., like 10 a.m. in the morning. What would they show? They're showing bloody Studio 10 on all fucking seven TV screens. <laughs> I had to watch these 70-year-old geriatric women on Studio 10 talking about fucking, you know, Princess uh, Prince William and fucking Kate going to... <laughs> Taking a private jet to some... I don't give a fuck. Sen, Sen, Sen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry Put about some it. actual like, TV like, on. Jesus fine, Christ. Right. Dude, like, it was actually torture. Like, dude, instead of waterboarding people at Guantanamo Bay, they should be showing them Studio 10. <laughs> Dead set. So anyway, for the entertainment fact, I'm giving them negative three out of eight. It, <laughs> negative. The first negative, boy. Dude, I, I was saying, like, if they don't change the channel, they're going to need another jury for another crime I'm about to commit. <laughs> 
Um, so that's the entertainment factor. Um, so the next, so in the end, so I was there for three and a half hours and around about 1140-ish, the lady stands up on the mic. It's like, all right, I've got good news for you. Um, everyone can leave. We, uh, no one, basically no one got pl- uh, picked up to go for the jury. So it's like, all right, you're all off the roll for a year. So in terms of the, so my next metric is efficient use of taxpayer dollars. I'm giving this a 0.25 out of eight. It was a fucking massive waste of time. <laughs> and the thing is like, they pay you for a travel allowance or whatever, which is like 20, 30 bucks. So it's not much, but times that by like a hundred and something people that showed oh, up yeah. there, it adds up. So efficient use of taxpayer dollars, 0.25 out of eight. And my final uh, metric is the Ferris Bueller rating. I got a day off out of work. I'm giving that a solid eight out of eight. <laughs> So all said and done, it was a fucking waste of time. But I got a day off work, so Ferris Bueller, 8 out of 8. I think in total, I could be wrong with my math, but I think it's 13.75 out of 40. Jury duty, I wouldn't rate. Don't do it. All right, Kush, take us home with On This Day. All right, so on August 18th, 1612, the Pendle Witch Trials actually began. And um, just to let you know, 11 people were tried for witchcraft and 10 were found guilty, boys. So how did they kill them? They probably dipped in the water. You didn't look that far into it, You need to look these things up, Kush. Oh, actually, no. We are on a no follow-up question policy, so that's our bad. Rest in peace to those 10 people. Um, So last week we had uh, the Australian Bachelor. So this week I'm going to be looking at the Australian Survivor on Sportsbet. Uh, So that's coming up. Uh, I think it's it's got a few more weeks left, and right now Pia is sitting at the favourite $1.65. But I have inside information. I have have it on good authority that Janine Alice will win, and she's sitting at $18. So definitely get around that. (laughs) Get around that. Fantastic. Uh, so the rest of our episodes are on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you can see them there. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. You can follow our socials as well. They're all in the description of the podcast. Uh, so you can find our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Kush, you've been on that Twitter, so it's worth following. All of our Instagrams are also in the description, so you can give them a follow. Uh, and we'll see you next week. See ya.